0: You're listening to the P.R.O. Media Network, the next level in entertainment. Time for the sports coma with Big Q and the guys. Tell you everything you need to know about the Saints, Pelicans, and a whole lot more. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the sports coma with Big Q and the guys, and we have intense, entertaining, educating and enlightened sport talk from your favorite sports family once again i'm big q and welcome to the sports Karma podcast strictly dedicated to the diehard true who that black and gold nation all the diehards we love you out there man welcome to your new podcast home we are the number one independent saints podcast in the land proud to mention that family and it's because of your support that allowed us to do this man this is going to our upcoming four years doing it we're approaching our fifth season that's right five seasons of the sports coma and welcome welcome all new and established family to the sports home. so here we go podcast number 346 on the sports coma i'm gonna be recapping a few things i'm gonna go over a few saints news and notes of the day i'll be recapping the saints free agency moves by any imagination is probably man it's probably over with but you've got to give sean payton and mickey mouse loomis and i say that affectionately to mickey loomis you got to give these guys credit, man. The Saints were working with limited cap. And what do they do? They bring in a pretty decent free agent with for what the money they have. You got to give them credit for that. I hear a few. I've seen comments from a few naysayers, but pretty much the bulk of the people out there are feeling me on this one. I hear a few people don't like the Latavius Murray move. A few people don't like the Jared Cook move. A few people don't like Nick Eason. They got guys out there that don't like Malcolm Brown. But let me tell you something, man. This is a quality free agent class. And we're going to recap that day. We're going to recap that. And we're going to go over why this is such a uh, a very solid free agency class this year. Very solid free agency class with the situation, dealing with what, what happened around it. The circumstances involved with everything that happened to the Saints, the retirement of Max Unger and all this other stuff. This is a very solid group of free agents that's going to come in and contribute right away. And I'm, I'm going to explain that later on. But going to talk about that today in the free agency recap show we also have some draft news a lot of people out there won't talk about the draft well guess what that's the next big shooter drop for the saints and we're going to give a report to you family about who the saints have been looking at might give us an inkling of what they possibly might do of course previous show sean payton in an interview we played did mention the fact that he said something about the first round draft picks and It's easy to get a first round. If you want, if you need one, you can go and get it. And that's nothing new. Of course, you can go out and get a first round draft pick if you need it. But perhaps the Saints uh, might not. They they might reach and get somebody they really like, you know, but, you know, enough speculation on that. But we'll give you a report on that. We also going to break down a roster here, an in-depth chart roster breakdown. We have a video, two videos coming out real soon, family. That's going to go over this as well, give you the roster breakdown like we did from the previous year and show you what the Saints looking like on paper as well. Man, it's really solid going down. We're going to talk about the day and also the the fantastic famous sports coma question of the day is what? Do the Saints really see anything in this draft that they want to get a first round draft pick move up into the first round to select? That's the sports coma question of the day. Do the Saints, do you think, let's just pose it like that. Do you think the Saints will move up in the first round of this year's draft? I know we got a lot of people like that. Jeff Champagne, uh, Johnny the Dread, all those brothers out there. All you fantastic people out there. There's so many of them. I can't name all of them. Quack and DJ, of course, the regulars, my boy Sean. And I mean, all of these fantastic who that black and gold people out there i know they got a great uh comment to mention in that so y'all put your questions in the comment section as usual now without further ado let's get into episode 347 of the sports Calm, a recapping saints free agency at this point now of course the last fridge in the saints we're gonna work backwards here the last fridge of the saints astutely and probably the most impactful of the group we're gonna start with jared cook Two years, $15 million contract. We'll have to go over the particulars. We know I ain't going to go and get into all of the, the meat and potatoes of the deal. We did that in the previous show, but Jared Cook feels the obvious need. The One of the supreme needs going into the offseason was the fact that the tight end position, uh, you know, Ben Watson had gotten hurt. And behind Ben Watson, there was, of course, um, very thin depth. Now, the Saints did do a fantastic job in bringing back a talented player like hill but you know you look at a guy like hill and i don't know josh hill for when remember when they first got rid of ben watts josh hill was the guy that was supposed to step up and take the reins then he didn't for whatever reason but this year this past year he excelled as blocking you put the tape on he's blocking his ass off out there you know he catch balls and back and all this kind of stuff but the production wasn't there from josh hill like they thought it was going to be he was supposed to be the next thing coming behind ben watson of course ben watson then ultimately came back and had a solid season for the saints he got hurt, he got old and he got hurt got old retired fantastic career for benjamin watson stand-up person and then, of course, the Saints had Dan Arnold, who in part is responsible for losing that NFC championship game because he dropped a, a, touch, a touchdown pass. And I hear all this stuff about Nicky Roby running over Tommy Lee, Jerry Lewis. But the reality of the situation is if that guy would have caught that damn ball in the end zone, we wouldn't even have. We wouldn't even give a damn about them going to look back at replays and all this. Now, talk to me, family. Come on. Keep it real. If Dan Arnold would have caught the ball in the end zone, we would not be talking about the the the, the Los Angeles Rams running over uh Cody Roby, whatever his damn name is, running over Tommy Lee Lewis. We would have been playing in the Super Bowl, and ultimately, I think we would have had enough to take old man Tom Brady down. Him and Bill uh Billy, Bill Bill Belichick. Bill Billy Goat Belichick. I mean, we'd have took them guys down in the Super Bowl. Bill Belichick even admitted that he was a little worried about the Saints. obviously wasn't worried about the Rams he took them apart schematically but that was the big need the question I posed in previous podcasts was the fact that if that was Jared Cook back then in place of Dan Arnold would have Jared Cook dropped that damn ball he wouldn't have dropped that ball you and I both know that the Saints would be sitting in the Super Bowl they know that they addressed it they spent a little bit more for the best tight end on the market but he fits Perfectly for what the Saints are going to do, and probably is their best tight end since Jimmy Graham is here. I I even go out and say that. Could we expect Jimmy Graham type numbers? I won't go out that far, but looking at north of sixty catches in a year, similar just like what he produced in Oakland, that is reasonable and feasible to me. Because the bulk of the balls are going to go to Mike Thomas. You're going to have Elvin Kamara is going to get a few, and they're going to spread it around. But Jared Cook is obviously is going to get a lot of passes thrown to him and he's gonna make it happen. Now, outside of that, one of the fattest needs, the biggest needs that they address, they also address other things as well. Now, they did rework deals. They reworked Cameron Meredith's deal, freed up some money from Cam, you know, reduced reduced his salary and freed about two point three million dollars of his money up to make the Jared Cook signing uh happen. Also, other things happened. Mark Max Unger retired. He retired and freed up about almost seven million dollars a cap, but the Saints were right on it. They brought Nick Easton in. He was an under the radar signing, just like Malcolm Brown was. Nobody seen Malcolm Brown sneak up in here. If they're telling you that, they're a damn lie. The only man that probably seen him sneak up in here was the janitor down there at the Saints facility building, because nobody seen Malcolm Brown coming in here. And the Saints, those were two really key signings to improve the offensive line now nick easton is not no max unger but he's not a bum either we expecting really good things from easton now this is similar to like a jonathan goodwin sign if you remember jonathan goodwin a lot of people didn't expect jonathan goodwin to be as good as he was but he was a solid force for the saints in the interior of that line i expect nothing less from easton a versatile versatile guy that could play the guard or center Guys, the Saints like four years, twenty two point five million dollars. He should come in and fit the bill for the Saints. Very solid move. He is penciled then as the starting center on the team, by the way. Don't get it twisted. Now, outside of that, let's go to the next one. Malcolm Brown, two defensive lineman signings. We're going to address the biggest of the first one, which is Malcolm Brown, the former first round draft pick defensive tackle mammoth tackle from the New England Patriots. Uh, he is a guy that won a championship there he comes from a, a winning culture and he comes to the Saints. he is the type of two-gap guy that that you would love to put next to sheldon rankins he will provide a stout force in the interior of the line and allow things to happen also he has push too he has the ability to be able to uh give you a little push inside there to get to the quarterback he ain't just the guy that you know who that you know you expect to eat up two blocks but malcolm brown is really going to turn it on for the Sinks. When you have guys like him. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint, and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. I'm Ron Meredith, and you got uh, Davenport on the side, and then you have Sheldon Rankins. When he's finally healthy to come back, this is going to be a very tough line to deal with, plus the depth to coming behind him with Daniel Yamada, and of course, uh, Tyler Stallworth, and then you add... The other defensive lineman, Mario Edwards Jr., two years, just under $5 million for the Saints as well. So if you look at what the Saints did, four years for Easton, you have a two-year contract for Mario Edwards, who's a versatile defensive lineman, plays either in or tackle for you if you need him. Malcolm Brown, three-year deal. The Saints looking near future here, not too far down the line here. Two very core special signings. I like the Malcolm Brown a little bit more than Mario Edwards, but I know what they're doing with the Mario Edwards thing. I could feel that. I really could feel that. I still like his production form, a second round draft pick. (laughs) Hadn't had a solid home to really put his feet in the ground and grow his feet in the soil and grow. Maybe this could be the Saints could be the the pot, the flower pot for this man to take root and shine. I mean, he's got to shine. We play next to guys like Cam and and, uh, Sheldon Rankins. Come on now. Other moves the Saints picked upon doing as well is, of course, Marcus Schrells. Okay, Schrells is, is obviously to replace Tommy Lee. We said this at the time. He is also a defensive back. Now, he don't have very much stats in terms of playing a defensive back, kind of smallish, but he's very fast. And on special teams, he makes things happen. Kick return, punt return. He's excellent in that capacity. He also plays on the other sides uh, of the special team game as well as making tackles and all this kind of stuff. Marcus Schrell is a solid move. Listen, that is a very solid move. They totally rebuilt the special teams room, new special teams coach, assistant coaches, all kind of stuff going on over there. And they give this guy a kick returner. And Marcus Schrell has been one of the top kick returners in the last several years and a solid veteran. These are very Solid moves. Saints get them on a one-year deal, just over a million dollars for one of the top five best punt and kick returners in the game. You don't tell me. Tell me the Saints ain't picking to spend their money correctly. Of course, they, they they looking terrific. Of course, let's keep it moving. Saints restructured Drew Brees' contract, right? Saved about almost eleven million of cap for him. They were able to then reach out to Latavius Murray because of the whole debacle with ingram of course you know and i know that i would have wanted ingram to come back we could have had him back i don't know what happened in terms of it they're saying that it was a little miscommunication they didn't and all this and they didn't want to miss out on latavius murray but listen for years i've been saying the saints need a back like latavius murray he falls forward get you four yards he's incredibly difficult to bring down he doesn't need a lead uh rusher and obviously, Elvin Kamara will be what he'll be, and Latavius Murray, man, you get him inside the ten, inside the twenty-yard line. This dude will get you touchdowns upon touchdowns upon touchdowns. He is extremely difficult to bring down, and he doesn't get brought down by one dude. So this is the Saints running behind that line with Latavius Murray bull bull rushing up the. I mean, this is really going to be an excellent, really solid group. Now outside of the Saints, free agents that they were able to bring Latavius Murray to fill in for Mark Ingram. Of course, it's a step back in terms of Ingram is better than Latavius Murray. Uh, And I just think that But Latavius Murray is still not going to be no bum. He's still going to be as productive. He's going to pile up touchdowns upon touchdowns. You better believe it. Uh, You know, I'm just just telling you. If you look at the, the, the contract that the Saints did pay Latavius Murray, if I can remember in my head the contract, let me see. I know it's four years, about four, just uh, right over 14 million. I think it's maybe 14.5 or 14.4, something like that. But it's four years, 14 million. That's a pretty damn good chunk of change to give Latavius Murray. The Saints will utilize Latavius Murray a lot in the red zone. Trust me, this is a solid call. Of course, I like Ingram to come back. But man, this is this football, man. The man in Baltimore, we got to let it be. And then, of course, the Saints did some really fantastic things, bringing a few of their own people back. Teddy Bridgewater comes back. Will Lutz with this huge deal, one of the top paid kickers in the game. They did extend out. Uh, a tender to Ken Crawley of course nobody going to sign I'd be surprised if he somebody matches his tender but he it was extended a tender and of course the Saints brought back Craig Robinson, Chris Banjo those guys along with Will Lutz of with Marcus Schrell goes to that new real rebuilt special teams room so big ups to the Saints focusing on the, on the things they needed to focus on which was the special teams and the defensive line to help the to improve the run to get the pass and all this kind of stuff and of course the Saints still looking at pass rushers as well ziggy ziggy anza is a guy that they're looking at but recent reports at least several reports indicating that teams are waiting until april until they reevaluate him again it's something they're not making mention of but the only reason you don't sign a pass rusher like ziggy anza unless you have injury concerns so that's the thing that's sticking out on ziggy anza let's move into our next group of topics which is the saint's What are they looking at in terms of the draft? The Saints draft wise have been looking at a few people. Now, they've now this is coming from uh, the Saints Wire. If you want to check it out, it's a report done uh, uh, from Saints Wires and John Sigler, who's a pretty good reporter. Uh, I read some of his work. Uh, Of course, G Balance does it, too, and a few other really good reporters out there. But this is a couple of things that I witnessed as a collage of different things the Saints are looking at in terms of Jeff Ireland, who's really ahead of the game in terms of looking at adding draft talent. It's a pretty good assistant GM in that role. Blake Cashman from Minnesota looking at linebackers. Then they had a couple of running backs they looked at. Well, there's running backs, Devon Uzibo from Nebraska, tight end Dawson Knox, Derek Beatty from Kentucky, Mike Weber from Ohio State. Every time we look in Ohio State, with well, Sean Payton, you got to take that serious. There's a couple Ohio State guys. Mike Weber was pretty good pretty good i I wouldn't be mad mad if the Saints use a third you know use one of their later round picks or probably take two of those picks and combine them to move up to make one i mean sean payton's gonna make a move in a draft even if he take two picks to move up a spot to four to get something happen but mike weber ohio state guys is one they're looking at paris campbell it's also the wide receiver from Ohio State. Will Greer from West Virginia is a guy that they brought in. Ryan Pope is offensive lineman from San Diego State. Wide receiver Emmanuel Hall from Missouri. Linebacker Tyraz Hall from Missouri. Warren, Tahaley Warren from San Diego State. Joe John Williams from uh, Vanderbilt. He's a cornerback. The fullbacks, Hakeem Butler from Iowa State. Defensive lineman Charles Aminu. Ed Oliver from Houston and the list goes on. They have a few other ones. So Saints doing it big, looking for draft picks in New England. Sportscom, A question of the day is, do you think the Saints will use some kind of capital to move up in, in the first round or higher rounds to make something happen? Also, the roster breakdown, man. We got a lot of stuff we did when with here. the Saints. We feel a lot, of, a lot of stuff's going on with the Saints here in terms of the roster. They filled in perfectly some key spots to move ahead. So thank you for listening to the Sportscom with Big Q if you like the show donate go to the links help you know help us out donate to the sponsors share our stuff and join us on the next show thank you for joining us who that peace pelicans fan so the only podcast i can get my fix is the sports coma with big q the guys intense funny and they always keep it real check out the sports coma with big q and the guys embrace pet insurance is more than just pet insurance embrace pet insurance promises to provide genuine support and certainty when your pet needed the most with personalized accident and illness policies, compassionate customer care, 24-7 access to veterinary professionals, flexible wellness plans, timely claims processing, and online customer portals. Their values is what makes them embraced. So, when selecting a pet insurance company as a partner in your pet's care, you deserve a company that has your pet's best interests at heart. Get top rated and reviewed coverage for your pet today. Up to 90% back on bills at any vet, total protection, pet insurance and wellness and dependable claims payments. Get the top rated and review coverage for your pet today. Go to embracepetinsurance.com. That's embracepetinsurance.com. Check the link in the description section below. Are you a boxing fan? Check out Ring King's Boxing only on the PRO Media Network. Sports fans are gearing up and saving big at fanatics.com. The world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Unique, one-of-a-kind designs exclusively by Fanatics and autographed collectibles from today's biggest stars shipped directly to your home. Join Fanatics Rewards for free to earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and for a limited time. Get 20% off all orders. Fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything. Hit the link below and rep the black and gold today. Who that?